Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Care to Explain podcast, where I talk about personal stories, weird news headlines, and rants about why orange juice with pulp probably shouldn't exist for the sake of humanity. I'm your host, Owen Taylor, and let's just get right into the first story. I've only seen my house burn down twice in my life. The first time was in Minecraft, when I first crafted a flint and steel and didn't know how to use it or what it did. The second time was three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, my house almost burned down. Now, to give you a little backstory, my dad, like a month or two ago, bought this like little Chinese battery from like, that was made in like 1990 for his RC car, and it was like $15. Who would have ever thought that would cause a fire, right? Yeah, that exploded in our garage and he left it charging overnight. Who would have thought it ever exploded? So when our house was on fire, my sister walked upstairs, the most calm person in the world, told my mom, hey, the house is on fire. Now, I heard that from the other room as my mom yelled at me like, hey, the house is on fire. I was like, I know, mom, Megan just said. And so the house is on, my first, my first thought was that my sister was trying to burn the house down because of how calmly she walked up the stairs and said that the house was on fire. I thought my sister was trying to kill me. And I don't even know what I was, I think I was texting my friend that my house was on fire while my house was on fire lying in bed because I had just woken up like 30 seconds ago. Like I went to sleep at like 1.30 or 2 and it was like 11 o'clock or noon and I had just woken up and learned that my house was on fire. So I was doing a lot of thinking and very little moving, which was probably my first mistake this whole day. And then... Yeah, I was so, and I was, I should have been frantic. Like my room is directly above the garage. Like my room, garage, it's not even my room, room, garage. No, it's my room and then the garage right under. I could probably have smelled, smelt, smelled, smelt, smelt, smelled, whatever the past of smell is, the smoke from my room if I had not woken up. 30, I could barely see. I had just, I couldn't smell anything. I couldn't do anything. My second mistake was realizing just when I had gotten up, after all that time doing nothing, that I had no pants on and that the shirt I was wearing could, would only fit like an American girl. It was a small shirt for a dude who's like over six foot three. And my, and that, that moment, like mistake number 2.5 happened where I realized I had to take a dump. And folks, when you realize you have to take a dump and your house is on fire, that's a game time decision that you have to make. I didn't know what to do. I stared at the wall being like, do I go to the bathroom? Do I not go to the bathroom? So like a man, I just held it in and just put some brown pants on just to be safe. So I put some brown pants on and then you have to think about what is it that you're going to take and like, what what are you going to grab and run with, right? In my room, that's all I'm doing. My, my door's closed. I'm looking around my room. What do I grab? And my first thought was shoes. Of all the things in my room, my first thought was I got to get a pair of shoes on. I didn't end up getting a pair of shoes on. I spent all this time looking at my shoes and I was like, which pair of shoes do I put on? Because I was thinking, oh, I got to look good, right? I spent all this time and I was like, you know what? I don't have time to put socks on, so I'll just put some slippers on. 
all the time thinking about putting shoes on and I just put slippers on. And I was like, I don't have time to put socks on. In hindsight, I probably had time to put socks on because it had been like 10 or 15 minutes since I found out there was a fire directly below me to the time where I was looking at my shoes. I probably had time to put socks on if I was moving a little quicker, but I was moving at like a snail's pace. So I put my slippers on and then I'm looking around my room. What do I take? What do I take? All I do is I grab my phone. I spent all that time thinking about what I'm going to take and what I'm going to put my shoes on. All I ended up doing was putting slippers on and grabbing my phone and running. I get outside and to my shock, the fire department is not here. This had been like 15 to 20 minutes since I had found out that there was a fire in my house to getting outside and realizing that there's no fire department in sight. I was the fourth person in my, I was probably, my dog probably found out there was a fire before me. I was the last person in my house to find out that there was a fire directly below me. 20 minutes later, I'm outside, there's no fire department whatsoever. And then my dad, thinking he's like a hero from an action movie with no fire department, slams his hat down on the ground and runs into the garage. This dude thought he was a hero from an action movie, probably looked more like an idiot from a horror movie, like one of those idiots who like was like, let's go into the basement. The the ghost thing that's killing us, the little doll can't be down there in the basement that we haven't been down in three years where the pipes don't work and the stairs are made out of wood and there are nails all over the place. There can't be an evil thing down there. Let's go there. Why? You must be the stupidest person in the world if you're in a horror movie and you think that it's a good idea to ever go to the basement. If your house is haunted, get out of the house. Easy solution. Break a window. Just leave. You don't have to stay in the house. And then there's this new horror movie that's coming out where these people buy a house and then their neighbor's like, oh, you didn't hear? The last family who owned your house died. Who doesn't do a background check on the house they're going to get? Like, oh, I'm sorry, I just liked the windows. I didn't know that the last four families died to a demon child that lived here. I didn't know that. Who sells, who sells a house and doesn't tell the people that their house is haunted? Like, you're just like, Dave and Missy, I have to tell you, stop it right there, Linda. We already love the house. We love the windows. No need to tell us anything about the actual house we love the look of it let's just get it who does that no you gotta background check your house like is there a family that lived there did a serial killer live there is someone buried in the walls like who doesn't background check their house and then there are the wood like the horror movies that take place in like the woods and the cabins in the woods if a serial killer is chasing you down in the woods why is your first thought like let's keep running in the woods like you should run one direction and get out of the woods or call an uber uber is the solution to half the horror movies in the world oh there's a ghost in your house grab your passport get out of the house uber to the airport fly to canada right who's ever heard of a haunted house in canada right you're in the forest, serial killer chasing you. Get out of the forest, Uber, fly, go to Canada, right? Like, there's like 200 serial killers in the U.S. They're probably all in the places where horror movies take place, like Nevada and Tennessee. Go somewhere where horror movies don't exist. Is my mic okay? Yeah, my mic's okay. Sorry. 
Go somewhere where horror movies don't exist. Go to like Florida or California or Canada. Who has ever heard of a horror movie that takes place in Canada? No one. It's all Arizona, Tennessee, and Nevada. Those are that's the horror movie trio of places right there. That you know what that horror movies have told me? Don't go in the basement when the lights are off. And don't live in Nevada, Tennessee, or Arizona because every house is apparently haunted there. These people, yeah, anyways, my dad runs into the house looking like an idiot from a horror movie, okay? He gets out, like, like, what is this dude doing? Fire department comes, and then it takes them like an hour at least. And then we get back into the house. Before we get back in the house, actually, there were these people kids who are taking photos of the house to like put on the news or something like that and I just start posing for the camera right and the second I start posing and blocking their shot they leave and I'm like good so I get back into the house I get a bunch of texts because I posted on uh, social media saying that oh my house is on fire who's got a place to crash as a joke so my house is on fire I get a bunch of texts and then I say to a bunch of those people, I'm on the run. Do you got a place I can stay to lay low? As a joke to say like I'm an arsonist, which I'm not. But I get one text from my friend. He's like, everything all right? And I said, yeah. And then we start texting for like, I want to say like 10, 15 minutes. And then he's in the car with someone else and texts me a photo of an ambulance and a fire truck right in front of him. And then he says, and I quote, you in there, bro? I cannot describe how low of an IQ this guy has. This guy just saw an ambulance and a fire truck, knew that my house was on fire, was like, oh, you're texting me? You gotta be in there. Because everyone knows the first thing they do when, when there's a burn victim is when they're in the ambulance, you give them their phone to text them a meme of why their house is burning down. It just makes logical sense. This dude somehow got a 33 on his ACT. How does this dude get a 33 on his ACT and somewhere in his mind think that I'm in an ambulance and texting him at the same time? Either this dude was on drugs when he texted me or he cheated on his ACT. There is no other logical solution to explain any of that to me. Literally none. So anyways, transitions. My house is okay. Um, yeah, as you can see, I can't go in the garage. I haven't been in the garage in like three weeks. I haven't been in the garage in like three months because of quarantine. My car was in the garage during the fire. Um, apparently, it's okay. Uh, my dad told me that, like, they called yesterday's in the shop. When he, when he says they, I don't know who he says they. Like, who is the they that magically fixes anything? Like, is it some, like, Italian guy at, like, an auto body shop who's like, Hey, Chuck, uh, the, 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 the car's okay. You can come pick it up now. And, like, like who does? Uh, that was a terrible Italian accent, but, like. Who, who's the they? I don't, I never know who the they is. How do people, how does everyone just know these people that can just fix anything? Anyways, my house is okay. I haven't been in the garage, but yeah, everything's fine. Nothing really burned down except for like a table, which more just shows how bad of tables we have. So that one just melted completely and a car just exploded. Why did my dad have an RC car? I don't know. Anyways, that does it for that. Next story, because transitions. Um, I was looking at news headlines the other day to figure out what I wanted to say on this portion, you know, like what 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 news headline I'm going to find to talk about on the podcast, the new podcast. And I couldn't find anything. I was reading all these articles and then I saw gold. I saw one that just said 
lady discovers why you shouldn't pet a lion. What? Like, who is this lady is either a mega cat lady or a Karen or probably more likely both. Like, talk about a moron. Like, seriously, who just walks up to a lion and decides, I want to pet that thing? Like, that thing's got teeth, claws, and you just want to pet it? You just want to walk up to it and be like, that, that's something I want to pet. She's got to be one of those people who just walk up to any animal and pet it, like a squirrel. She'll just walk up to it and pet the squirrel. Or she's probably the type of person to pet a fish. I don't get that. Why do people pet fish? I know if you have, if there's a fish tank, you don't dip your hand into the fish tank and pet the fish. Who pets fish? That's weird. You don't be a fish. If you're a fish petter, just don't text me ever. Like, why pet a fish? There, the, who, there are people who see it, like cats or dogs on streets and just pet them. Like, I understand maybe if you ask the owner, like, hey, can I pet your dog or your cat? And they say yes, but if you just walk up to it and start petting it, you're weird, okay? And then there are the people within those people who start petting a dog or a cat. And then when the cat scratches them or the dog bites them, sorry, when the cat scratches them or the dog bites them, they get mad at the animal. Who, why would you get mad at the animal, you buffoon? Like, you're literally a buffoon. Like, if a random dude walks up to you, he's got, he's like bald, he's got a goatee, and he's wearing a tank top, right? And dad shorts, like those like khaki shorts that are like also like flannel-ish, dad shorts. You know what I'm talking about. And he just starts touching you or petting you. What do you do? You punch him in the nuts, you scream and you run away. You don't, you don't lean into it and be like, oh yeah, I like that. No, you, you, don't, you don't like it. You punch him, you, you run away, you scream and you're like, ah, predator, right? That's exactly what the dog and the cat say. You can't get mad at the dog and the cat. They don't know who you are. You're just some random thing to them who's six times bigger than that. And then, they, 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 of course, they're going to attack you. That's why this lion probably did it. This lady was like, I can pet anything. I'm king of the world. And she just did it. Like, what? And then I read the article. And then the article said that she was inspired by Joey Exotic, the Tiger King from Netflix to pet the tiger or the the lion it was a lion yeah to pet the lion what this lady saw a documentary and just said I can do that too she is the type of person who tries to dodge bullets after seeing the matrix like i can't i can't even begin to explain the thought process of this lady who wants to pet lion, like, what? Joey, like, Joey Exotic's awesome. Like, I don't actually, I didn't actually see the documentary. He's probably not a good dude if there's a documentary based off of him. But he just looks cool, like his style and his outfit. Not a huge fan of the bleached hair. He's got like a bleached mullet going on. But yeah, this the dude's got style. But like, one thing I just realized this. But like, he's wearing tiger print in front of tigers. So, like, do the tigers think he's one of them? He's one of them? Did he... I hope he didn't kill the tigers for the clothes. I don't know. It looks more like vinyl than fur. Anyways. Yeah, Joey Exotic, he looks pretty cool. His mustache is totally bizarre. He's got, like, one of those trucker mustaches. 
that's just super like out there. Like you, you, you got to be confident to have one of those mustaches. And then there's Carol. Oh, so I never saw a documentary. I never saw a full episode. I just saw bits here and there when I like walked in. I'm like someone in my family watching it or something on Netflix or Instagram. First, th- first thing I ever found out about the documentary was this girl, Carol Baskin, who when I saw her, I was like, this girl looks like she's from the Salem Witch Trials or she's on crack 24-7. This lady has got like long blonde frizzy hair with like the magenta makeup, blue eyes, and she's just boom, like she's just... She looks like a witch from the same, genuinely looks like a witch. And then I saw on Instagram, before I knew what the documentary was, that she allegedly tried to kill her husband. And my first thought was that ice cream sales are going through the roof. Because I thought that her name, Carol Baskin, meant that she was a co-founder of Baskin Robbins. Turns out she wasn't. No relation, I don't think. But yeah, I thought I was about to get some ice cream. Turns out she's just this lady from this Tiger King documentary who loves tigers but hates tigers but wants to see every tiger in the world to be free but is also allergic to tigers apparently I don't get how any of those four things correlate what I can't match any of them whatsoever this lady is the most bizarre person and she allegedly tried to kill her husband who just wakes up one day and decides you know what we're not going to divorce each other I'm just going to maybe kill you and like shove you in a meat grinder like what and now she's got a new husband this new husband like he's gonna be the biggest simp in the world right if you know that your wife killed probably maybe allegedly her ex-husband you gotta just be on your toes and just in love with this woman 24 7 like you know what this what if the dude didn't know that Carol Baskin allegedly killed her husband until the documentary came out? And then they both saw it, and then he just turns to look at her. Like, they're, they're talking about how Carol Baskin may have killed her husband, and then he goes, right? Like, he just, like, I heard he disappeared. Like, that'd be hilarious. I would want that video on tape. This, I don't get how this dude even is with Carol Baskin if... He knows that Carol Baskin, I love saying that, Carol Baskin, it goes, it's so smooth. Carol Baskin may have killed her husband, I don't know how he, the dude, that dude should go to, to this lady, the discovering why you shouldn't pet a lion lady, and marry her instead, because she's everything Carol Baskin is, loves lions, hates lions, probably is allergic to them too, except she's probably not a murderer, maybe her and Carol this lady could be a murderer we don't know what if she was what if it was Carol Bat? probably not Carol Baskin anyways yeah I I'm so interested about then there was this other dude who like had a cult this dude had like a crazy mass cult for ladies it was just him and a bunch of ladies who were all like 16 years old when they started working for him and now they're in their 20s and 
like they're all like in love with him and if they don't express how much they love him they get kicked out and like they lose everything they have money job home everything that's since this dude runs a cult man then he goes to vegas and then he shows prostitutes his lions in vegas how do you even get a lion to vegas like doesn't mike tyson have a pet tiger or a lion anyways how do you get a t like I, I don't think tsa approves a tiger on an airplane like and this dude lives in Texas, so he's, is he driving all the way to Las Vegas with a tiger? Also in the documentary, they said that there are more tigers in Texas than the entire rest of the world. That is an impressive stat to have. Like, why are there so many tigers in Texas? Like, I don't get it. Like, that has got to be the weird, like, I've, I've been to Texas once and it was for like two hours for a layover flight or whatever they're called like I was in there for two hours and they went on another flight but that's gotta be the most interesting thing I've ever heard about Texas and it made me want to go to Texas to see these tigers then I saw an Instagram video of Shaq with Joey Exotic like if Shaq approves of this dude like like is Shaq's judgment is either way off Shaq is Shaquille O'Neal for those who don't know Shaq's judgment is just way off, or he just loves tigers. I bet him and Mike Tyson are probably pretty close friends, you know? Yeah, so that, docu that documentary is so weird. I want to see it, but like at the same time, I don't want to see it. I want to see a documentary about all the people who like lost their limbs that were in the documentary, like all the side people. That's what I want to see. Like, what was it like being there? Not like, what was it like being the person? Whatever. Yeah, so this lady, anyways, tried to pet a lion inspired by Joey Exotic, and then she gets scratched about a thousand times and winds up in the hospital. I don't know what she was thinking. She's just, yeah, like who likes cats or lions that much? I know people, yeah, who thinks like a lion is that cool? And then who thinks that a hairless cat is that cute? I don't get that either. Cause like, I know a couple people who have hairless cats, which is shocking that it's more than one. But who looks at, like, they're called, like, Egyptian cats or Persian cats or whatever. Who looks at a hairless cat and goes, that's cute. You don't say that about any other animal. I don't think even hairless people think hairless animals are cute. I don't think hairless people think hairless people are cute. Like, would you look at a hairless bear and think, oh, that's adorable. No, you, who, who thinks that a hairless cat, I don't get that. Like, if a normal cat scratches you, you look at the cat, like, a little bit disappointed, but then you're like, oh, the cat's cute, it's okay, and then you start petting the cat. If a hairless cat scratches you, you're looking in the eyes of a demon. Like, that cat is staring at you. That's the horror movie. That is the horror movie I want to see. I want to see a hairless cat attacking a family is the horror movie that I want to see. Because then there's really no escape, because the cat can just, like, follow you, right? I mean, Uber could possibly solve... Yeah, Uber, again, another example where Uber would just solve a horror movie. Yeah. Anyways, so people think hairless cats are cute. And then I know someone else who thinks that birds are cute. Like, I could maybe see why people think birds are cool. But, like, so they, they have, like, five birds, and they think birds are the cutest things ever. What? Birds are kind of just annoying. Like, all they do is tweet. It's like that guy in class who all he does is talk 
and whenever he's losing an argument, he just repeats everything you're saying. That's exactly what a bird is, except it can fly and thinks it's better than you and poops on you. That's exactly what a bird is, except a pigeon. A pigeon is just a terrifying flying rat. I'm terrified of pigeons. If you don't understand why a pigeon is just a flying rat, you've never been to the city like Chicago or New York. Pigeons are terrifying. Anyways, this lady owns like four birds. Not a lady. She's like my age-ish. She owns like four birds. She says birds are the cutest things. I don't get it. Like birds are kind of just annoying. Like maybe some of them are cool. But like, I don't get, I don't see it. Birds kind of just look annoying with their beady little eyes. Like imagine a featherless bird. That's got to be the most terrifying thing in the world. Yeah. Pigeon, a a featherless pigeon would give me nightmares. Even if I saw like it for a second. I hate hate pigeons. Here's another story. So I'm terrified of pigeons because one day I was like seven or eight years old in the Bahamas. And I was at a water park and I ordered a pizza, like a kid style pizza. It was like four pieces of pizza, it was cut, so yeah, four triangles. And then I ate one of the little pieces. I ate a piece of pizza and then I went to take a sip of my lemonade. And as I took a sip of my lemonade, I look up and then there's this bird, dive bombing, kamikaze style, straight onto my plate, sits down right in front of me and I go, whoa. And then the bird looks directly at me like it's staring into my soul. And then it takes a pizza pizza, flies away, and as it flies away, if you can hear my dog barking, I'm sorry. It, and then it flies away and then poops on the rest of my pizza as it flies away. That bird is the most evil thing. I thought it was a pigeon, it was a seagull. At the time I was stupid, like I was just an idiot seven-year-old kid who thought that that was a pigeon. Turns out it was a seagull, but I still hate pigeons. But yeah, so. That, that was the most traumatizing thing for a set. That's got to be the most, anything is, there can't be something that's more traumatizing than that for a seven-year-old at a water park. Like, that, like, destroyed me. Like, I couldn't eat pizza for the rest of the trip. Like, and then the morning after that, I was like, that pigeon's going to deserve it. So I ate, like, a bunch of eggs. I just ate scrambled eggs. I was like, maybe this pigeon will find out. And it'll know that I'll mess around. And so I just ate eggs. It, I don't think the seagull, I thought it was a pigeon, the seagull knew at all. But yeah, it who, that bird just didn't care. Pooped on my pizza and stole it. That bird doesn't care about anything. That bird is like, screw it. Screw global warming. I'm going to steal pizza and live my life. Right? That is That is the druggies of seagulls they just don't care don't care about anything there's there's another bird poop story i have i was in i was in washington dc for a class field trip in eighth grade and we were at the capitol building taking a huge panorama photo capitol building is behind us not to brag but like i was in the photo twice because there's a panorama so like i was in the photo on one end and then I ran behind everyone else while the panorama was going. And then I was on the other end to make it look even. First end, I looked good. Like, I looked normal. And then the second end, my hair, which went down to my shoulders at the time, was all on one side. Because it was horribly windy and I was just running and I was exhausted. Yeah. I was exhausted because I'm not athletic. Don't judge me. So, we leave the Capitol building take the photo. I'm walking with my friends. I'm talking to them. And then... I stopped to take a picture of the Capitol building. Sorry if you can hear my dog again. 
So I stopped to take a picture of a Capitol building. And then the bird, or a bird, I don't know if it's the same, if it is the same bird, I'm gonna track that bird down one day. But a bird poops directly in front of me where I would have taken my next step if I hadn't taken the photo. That bird was out to get me that day. That bird was talking to his bird friends like, hey, see that dude over there? But I could poop on its head. And then it got so close, but I stopped right in time. I was, I didn't even get, I didn't even touch the bird poop. No part of that bird poop even touched me. Nothing. I didn't even, like, nothing, right? I still took a shower like five times that day. I couldn't deal with it. That bird, if people say if a bird poops on you, it's, you're lucky. That's lucky. It's good luck if a bird poops on you. They only say that because it's the least lucky thing in the world. Like, like they say it's lucky because it never happens, but it's a terrible thing. Like you probably have a higher chance of being struck by lightning in a thunderstorm than getting pooped on a bird in Washington, D.C. Who gets pooped on a bird by Washington, D.C. per day? Like one or two? Who gets struck by a lightning per day in a thunderstorm? Probably like three or four, not probably three or four, maybe like half. I don't know. I don't know what thunderstorm lightning world stats are. Probably, I don't know. Point is, you don't get pooped on by a bird in Washington, D.C., right? Like, it, no part of being pooped on a by a bird is lucky. That ruins your whole day. Now you have to shower four times, probably have to throw those clothes away. No one likes being pooped on by a bird. No, like if a person, if a person pooped on you, like if you're on a roller coaster and the roller coaster's going up and then someone poops and then someone at the bottom, like poop comes on them. That person's not thinking, oh, I'm such a lucky guy. A person pooped on me. No, you're thinking, Maybe that was a little fun. Maybe the person next to them, I'm probably the person next to them thinking that was hilarious and I'm dead laughing, but that person is horrified for the rest of their life. Like, no one wants to get pooped on by anyone, let alone a bird. Birds are the meanest animals. They just don't care. They just poop on anything they want. That's just, I don't get it. Yeah. Anyways, that does it. That's it for the first episode of Care to Explain podcast. Um, be sure to follow me on Instagram at owen.taylor212 or on Twitter at owen underscore taylor212. It's been a great first show. Uh, we talked about a lot and I hope you have a great day. Uh, let's just make it a mutual agreement that if a bird poops on anyone, we just eradicate the bird. Like no need for the bird anymore. Got it? Cool. See ya.